We are a people who search forth from tombs and wombs and caves and prisons and darkness and death, and we say, do not be afraid. And on Friday, on Holy Friday, we stood at the foot of the cross and we heard his last words. We heard his last words, which were, I thirst. On Saturday there was the silence and on Sunday on this day we hear the angel say do not be afraid but I'm scared aren't you I've been hiding away and stopping my door and holding my breath when I walk past strangers on the street move my feet in a weird dance to avoid the other no longer my sister or my brother but now a stranger whose touch may be danger so I avert my gaze, unclean, unclean, we should all say. So do not be afraid, you say, but not today, mate. Today I'm sticking indoors with the other disciples, the ones who weren't at the tomb or on the road, the ones who were terrified, waiting for the knock on the door of the cops who felt the danger lurked in every stranger. Do not be afraid. But is this what the angel really meant? Are we really not meant to feel fear anymore because God has opened up the door of death and the stone is rolled away? Maybe. And yet. Last week a uniting church minister who had given his life to frontier services lost that life to COVID-19. And his wife, who is also sick, could not hold his hand as he lay dying, could not pray by his bedside, could not breathe with him as he breathed his last. And last week, a minister colleague put on a hazmat suit and gloves, goggles and a mask, protective footwear and a full body suit, and he went into a room where a man lay dying. And he mixed up oil and alcohol in a Petri dish and anointed with a swab, and then, at the end of tweezers, onto the hand of the man who could not breathe, he put holy oil and his family watched from outside the glass and poured oil onto their own hands. Balm of Gilead. Were you there when they crucified, my Lord? And yet the angel said, do not be afraid. So why is this not enough today? These words from heaven well, let's go back for a moment. Let's go back to the Saturday and to the silence. When my mother lay dying and her bed became her centre and the window a carving to cosmos, when she lay dying, she would watch the sky change. At her funeral, we read a favourite passage from Virginia Woolf, which goes like this. Let me now raise my song of glory. Heaven be praised for solitude. Let me be alone. Let me cast and throw away this veil of being, this cloud that changes with the least breath, night and day and all night and all day. While I sat here, I have been changing. I have watched the sky change. I have seen clouds cover the stars, then free the stars, then cover the stars again. And now I look at their changing no more. Now no one sees me and I change no more. Heaven be praised for solitude. 
that has removed the pressure of the eye, the solicitation of the body and all need of lives and phrases. And I wonder, coming back to the Saturday again, I wonder is this perhaps what Jesus felt, this sense of relief to leave the body behind after all that fighting and all that striving and struggling to show folk a new face of the living God and all that turning tables in temples and all those demons screaming and all those stones about to be hurled and all that being dragged down cobbled streets, empire jeering as women weep. And so then, if it was a peace that he felt, imagine the shock to find his way back again, back into a body that could then meet his friends on the road and say, do not be afraid. What do you believe? Love is stronger than death. What do you believe? My mother speaks to me from the grave and sometimes I can feel her touching me. What do you believe? I wasn't raised a Christian, but a man who once lived and was then killed, who then rose again, reached out across time and space and shook me to my core. And I found myself upon my knees yelling to Sky, what do you want me to do? So here I am now sharing this story with you. So, resurrection Sure, bring it on. Because that's the gift of our faith today, even though we are afraid. And maybe, as the folk from pulpit fiction say, maybe when the angel says, do not be afraid, or when Jesus says, fear not, it is not the assurance that nothing can go wrong. Because often things do go wrong. And it's not the assurance that everything turns out for the best, because if we are honest about it, you know what? It seldom does. Rather, it is the assurance that whatever may happen to us, whatever a day may hold, God has the power to strengthen us and uphold us. And that whatever we must face, we do not face it alone. That nothing we encounter is stronger than God's love. And that ultimately, God gets the last word. And that in the end, and sometimes even before the end, God's love is triumphant. So let us sing that he is indeed risen. Risen in our hearts and in our bones and in our actions and our cry for justice for this vulnerable world. This day and all days. Amen. Amen.